You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live-fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. Bots, sock puppets, and trolls. Oh, my. Mr. Zuckerberg goes to Washington. Equifax sources suggest China did it. Credit Bureau Fishbait chums the Internet. Pyongyang gets a new Internet connection, and observers bet it's not for checking Mr. Kim's fantasy sports leagues. ISIS posts more inspiration and warnings. NSA prepares to wind down Section 702 operations. U.S. and Russia seem to agree on one thing at least. Bitcoin fraud is bad. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Monday, October 2nd, 2017. Facebook is expected today to provide the U.S. Congress with evidence concerning 2016 election ads purchased by Russia's Internet Research Agency. Bots have become more visibly active in social media. Their tendency has been to exacerbate conflict without much discernible interest in conflict's outcome. Thus, there's been some vigorous bot tweeting on both sides of the take-a-knee protests surrounding the U.S. National Anthem at professional American football games. McAfee reports that one of the fastest-growing bits of malware last quarter was FaceLiker, a trojan that infects a user's browser when it visits a compromised site. FaceLiker then proceeds to pony up Facebook likes and advertising content without the user's knowledge or permission, This is principally a criminal enterprise engaged in illicitly goosing advertising revenue, but the information operational uses of this sort of tool are easy to envision. U.S. Senator Warner, a Democrat from Virginia, vice chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, thinks social media have now become decidedly weaponized. He says, quote, We're increasingly in a world where cyber vulnerability, misinformation, and disinformation may be the tools of conflict, end quote. He also says, and in this he's literally correct, that social media accounts are a lot cheaper than a fifth-generation fighter aircraft. Who's doing the weaponization isn't in doubt. Warner says it's Russia. And he's been disappointed by his committee's meeting with Twitter officials, whom Warner said showed an enormous lack of understanding of just how serious the matter is. So bots, sock puppets, trolls, and advertising seem to be the principal modes in which the ill-intentioned seek to shape and influence opinion online. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg expressed his wishes to atone for the sorry state of bad think his platform has contributed to. It's a tough problem, to be sure, and ideas are quicksilver. They seem to flow into new channels as soon as one is closed to them. 
Equifax is suggesting its data breach was probably the work of Chinese intelligence services. Sources claim to perceive similarities of tactics and approach to the 2016 intrusion into the U.S. Office of Personnel Management. The OPM breach has been widely attributed to cyber operators in China's People's Liberation Army. Sources also say a dispute between Equifax and FireEye unit Mandiant may have contributed to the problem. Equifax is said to have thought Mandiant substituted junior personnel for the senior consultants Equifax believed they'd hired, and that this led the credit bureau to discount the security consultants' warnings during a crucial phase of the attack. Once they'd made up, the attackers had put themselves in a position to steal what they wanted to steal. There was evidently no permanent rupture between Equifax and Mandiant. Mandiant is the firm Equifax says it brought in this past August to investigate and help remediate the damage done by the hackers. One immediate criminal impact of the Equifax breach has been to chum the Internet with a lot of credit-themed fishbait, most of it spoofing emails from financial institutions. All would be well advised to treat emails that offer solutions to Equifax issues with appropriate skepticism. TransTelecom, a Russian telecommunications firm, appears to have established an Internet connection with North Korea. This supplements the DPRK's other previously existing Internet connection through China Unicom. North Korea is famously a minimally connected country, and the new capacity surely hasn't been established with a view to enabling locals to download free Space Invaders from retro gamer shops, shop on Alibaba, or access Dennis Rodman's Facebook page. As the DPRK faces financial pressure from international sanctions imposed in the hopes of curbing Pyongyang's nuclear and ballistic missile programs, the country's regime has turned increasingly to online crime to finance itself. The willingness of a Russian telco to deliver the Internet to North Korea also speaks volumes about where the biggest holes in any international sanctions regime are likely to be found. The new connectivity increases Pyongyang's bandwidth and resilience. It remains to be seen whether this will produce more attack potential than it does potential attack surface. ISIS does some virtual whistling past the graveyard with online videos displaying captured coalition small arms, specifically an AT-4 shoulder-fired anti-tank rocket, an M4 carbine, and one each M16 and M14 battle rifles. This is pretty small beer and four very widely used weapons. That AT-4 may well just be a discarded launch tube, too. And it hardly compensates for the destruction of the caliphate's hold on territory. But perhaps this won't matter to the callow audience for ISIS inspiration. More worrisome than a handful of guns is ISIS's warning to Muslims, conveyed via telegram, to avoid public places in infidel lands, as these will be targets of the soldiers of the caliphate. The warning specifically calls out the U.S., Russia, France, the United Kingdom, Canada, Belgium, Australia, and Italy. It also appears to represent cheerleading, of course, but also inspiration and a gesture of preemptive absolution for any Muslim deaths that will occur as foreseeable collateral damage. In the U.S., the National Security Agency said Friday that it would have to begin winding down its online surveillance program, commonly known as Section 702 Authority, even before it expires at the end of the year. The intelligence community has been urging Congress to reauthorize Section 702 before that winding down begins.
And finally, alleged Russian Bitcoin fraudster Alexander Vinnik told a Greek court in Thessaloniki Friday that he didn't do it, and that Greece shouldn't extradite him to the U.S., which is interested in giving Mr. Vinnik an opportunity to make his case for innocence in front of a federal court. Even if the Greek authorities don't send him to the U.S., Mr. Vinnik probably isn't home free. The Russians say they want him on a fraud beef as well. And in these troubled times, isn't such a display of solidarity between Russians and Americans a breath of fresh air? Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. And I'm pleased to be joined once again by Johannes Ulrich. He's from the Sands Technology Institute and also the host of the ISC Stormcast podcast. Johannes, welcome back. Um, There's some new malware techniques floating around, and uh, you wanted to give us some details. Yes, uh, what we uh, saw recently uh, was some malicious spam, and uh, it was very much obviously malicious. It was one of uh, those spam messages that claimed to contain an invoice, uh, but really included a zip file. Now, where it got interested thing was when we looked at uh, the zip file, the zip file actually turned out to be non-malicious. It actually turned out to be a security product. It was Avast's safe zone browser. It was uh, validly signed. The tricky part here was that this particular safe and valid executable came with a malicious DLL. And now DLLs are these libraries that are being loaded by Windows software at runtime. Many was a program somebody check very carefully what they're loading as long as the attacker is able to place a DLL with the right name 
in the directory from which you're starting the software, it will load this malicious DLL. So pretty neat little trick here that the bad guys are using in order to bypass antivirus and other techniques like whitelisting, for example, in order to infect users with their malware. So then what does the DLL do? Uh, the DLL in this case uh, was a banking malware. It uh, did inject uh, pages into banking sessions, just like uh, what your average uh, banking uh, malware would do. So is there a way to protect against this? Not really, other than, well, uh, don't click on these attachments, of course. That's always good advice, but uh, hard to follow through with uh, if you think about how many legitimate attachments users are receiving every day. So it's a benign attachment uh, on the whole, but then inside of there is hidden the actual malware. Correct. All right. Good information. Johannes Ulrich, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the dark net, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire.